This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Today is Yutes Av, the 19th day of Av, and it's the art side of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. Perhaps you're familiar with the name Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli is the author of a very popular set of svarim called Mayam Loyes. The Chavivos uh, of the Sefer HaMeyam Loyes, Reb Chaim Chizkiyahu Medini. Anybody know who that is? Reb Chaim Chizkiyahu Medini is a Stei Chemed. Was, uh, loved this Sefer very much. And when they would read it in the shul before Marev, during the days of Svila, Svira, when they would delay the Marev, he always would be very attentive to the reading of the Meyam Loyes. And the great Sadik, Reb Shloima Eliezer Alfandri, you know who he was? Reb Shloima Eliezer Alfandri. He's known as the Saba Kadisha, one of the great Sephardic giants um, about a hundred years ago. If you remember, the Munkacher traveled from Munkach to Yerushalayim to Yavutzvizoycha to meet the Saba Kadisha. He was Mechabev the Sefer very much. He would say, When will be Zoycha to see the Sefer in Lashon HaKodesh? So what do you mean, when will we be in Lashon So what language was it written in? <coughs> okay. And he said, very likely, many of the Torahs of his ancestors were shakua in the Sefer. So first of all, what did the Saba Kadisha mean? That when we will be Zoycha to see the Sefer in Lashon Kodesh, what other language was it written in? And what does he mean that a lot of the Torah of his ancestors was immersed in the Sefer? So let me begin by sharing with you uh, a Dvar Torah that the Saba Kadisha himself said over in the name of, of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. There's a Sefer Amudei Arazim, and the Makubal Rabbi Shaya Asher Zalig Margolis brings that he heard from the Saba Kadisha the following Dvar Torah in the name of, of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli was born in Yerushalayim in 1689 to Rav Machir Kuli, who was uh, one of the leading families of Crete. Crete, you know where Crete is? Crete is Kande, which uh, belonged to Venice, and then the Turks conquered it in 1645. It's one of the longest conquests in history. Okay, so the Dvartar is like this. Avramavino says, Ulai yesh chamishim tzadikim besoy choyer. Maybe it will be 50 tzadikim besoy choyer. So the question is, there's an extra word in this Pasuk. Doesn't have to say b'soichayer. Could say ulayish chamishim tzadikim be'ir. Why b'soichayer? Says Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, you always have tzadikim in a city. You have people who they sit and they learn, but that is not enough to protect the city. This is a very interesting idea. It's not hard to find tzadikim be'ir. Yeah, it's not fine. You have all, all over the place people. They sit and they learn. Kal hayoyim. They're asuk with kedusha. It's not enough to be be'ir. You need to be besoichoyer. People who their behavior and their voice and their activities is influences a city. Because otherwise, why would the Rebbe Hashem save the city? Because there's a guy in the corner immersed in his own Avedis Hashem. That's not going to protect the city. You have a guy sitting involved in his own Dalet Amos, he could be a very great Tzaddik. So Hashem will protect him, but he's not going to protect the city. Why, what merit, what, what protection does the city have? Because one guy is being Oisek Batayra. 
says Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, the tzaddik has to be b'soichoyer. He has to be the tzaddik whose activity has a shot of influencing the people in the city. Otherwise, there's no hagona on the city. That's what Rabbi Yaakov Kuli says. So it has to be davka b'soichoyer. The lashon of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli is that limtsoit tzaddikim sheyoshvim va'oiskim b'toyrah b'dalet amois b'veisam ze einoy kosho kolkach. Okay. So now, in light of this Dvar Torah, the Rabbi Yaakov Kuli said, and in light of the fact that it was said by the Saba Kadisha, let's learn a little bit about the life of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. So first of all, um, Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, he was born in 1689 in Yerushalayim. Now, we mentioned that Rabbi Macher Kuli was born in the city of Crete, the country of Crete. At the time, we mentioned the Turks conquered Crete, so the island's economy was in shambles. So he took, takes his money and he comes to Yushalayim in 1688. Who's in Yushalayim in 1688? Very little. So you had, you had a few Chachamim. Reb di Silva. Who's Reb di Silva? The Prichadash. Now the Prichadash had recently been in Amsterdam. And he was offered the most prestigious rabbinic position at the time. Um, the, to be the Rav of the Kihila in Amsterdam. And the conditions of employment were that you teach us Torah, but you don't tell us what to do. Okay? Well, and he was offered an extremely exorbitant sal- salary. And the Prichadash thought about it because he needed the money. And the Prichadash turned down the most important Rabbanus in the whole world. And the Chida writes in his entry on the Prichadash, actually the Chida writes this in his Sefer Magal Toiv, that when he came to Amsterdam, he heard that the Prichadash turned down the job. He said, fortunate is him, and fortunate is Chelek in Oilam Haba, not to serve in a rabbinic position where his hands are tied. And uh, we have the Prichadash today because uh, he didn't take that job. Who else was in Yishraim at the time? Rabbi Ephraim Navon. Who is he? He wrote one of the greatest farm of Lamdas. The Machne Ephraim. You ever hear of the Machne Ephraim? I was at his kever, it's in Turkey. I'm not sure how he got from Yushalayim to Turkey, but he's the author of the Machne Ephraim. So Rabbi Yaakov Kuli is born here in Yushalayim in 1689. The Gadol Adar at the time was Rav Moshe Galante. Now, Rav, his father, Rav Macher Kuli, marries the daughter of Rav Moshe ibn Chabiv. So, um, Rav Mocher Kuli marries the daughter of Rav Moshe ibn Chabiv. Who's Rav Moshe ibn Chabiv? He's the author of the Sefer Get Pashat. You ever hear the Sefer Get Pashat? Um... And Rav Moshe ibn Chaviv dies at the age of 42. At the time, Rav Yaakov Kuli, the grandson, is 24 years old. And he wants to publish his uh, 
grandfather's svarim. So he needs support. Who does he get support from? Reb Chaim Alfandri. Who's Reb Chaim Alfandri? The great, great, great grandfather of the Saba Kadisha. Okay, so um, Reb Yaakov Kuli gets support from Reb Chaim Alfandri to support his grandfather's work, Get Pashat. And it was printed by Reb Yitzchak Alfandri, a relative Reb Chaim Alfandri, in 1719. Okay. So, Rabbi Yaakov Kuli was involved in publishing a lot of his grandfather's svarim. And who, now he comes to publish the svarim in Constantinople in Turkey. Who's the chief rabbi in Turkey at the time? Rabbi Huda Rosenes. Who's Rabbi Huda Rosenes? Rabbi Huda Rosenes wrote two of the most important all-time svarim. First of all, Rabbi Huda Rosenes um, appointed Rabbi Yaakov Kuli as... Uh, a member of the Bezdin. And Rabbi Yaakov Kuli was publishing his grandfather's song, we said, Get Pashut, also a Sefer Shemois Ba'aretz. And on the 22nd day of Nisan in 1727, Rabbi Yehuda Rosinus passes away. During the Avelos, his house was looted and a lot of his manuscripts were stolen. Now, Rabbi, Yaakov, uh, Rabbi Yehuda Rosinus wrote two of the great all-time works. One is Parshas Durachim. You ever hear the Sefer Parshas Drachim? Parshas Drachim was one of the first Sfarim written on Chumash Alpilamdas. So for example, a good chunk of Parshas Drachim is about explaining the Machloikas between Yosef and the brothers when Klal Yisrael had a din of Yisrael. In other words, we know Klal Yisrael had a din of Yisrael. Did we have a din of Bnei Noyach L'Chumra? That was one of the Machloikas between Yosef and the brothers because Yosef saw the brothers eating Meat, Eber Minachai. Right? Yosef saw the brothers eating Eber Minachai. But really, it was Shachted, but it was still, still Mefachesas. So Yosef held the brothers had a din of Ben Noyach L'Chumra. The brothers held they had a din of Yisrael uh, Legamri. This is one of the major subjects of the Parshish Drachim. The problem is, big chunks of Sefer Parshish Drachim were stolen during the Avelis of Yehuda Rosinus. Who prepared for publishing the Sefer Parshish Drachim? Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, the author of the Mayam Layez. Okay, so he prepares Get Pashat of his grandfather, Rabbi Moshe ben Chabiv. He prepares Sefer Shemois um, Ba'aretz from his grandfather. Then his Rebbe, the Parshat Drachim, passed away. He prepares for publishing Parshat Drachim. By the way, if you look in the introduction of Parshat Drachim, the introduction was written by Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. And he mourns the loss of his great Rebbe. And this was just the beginning of the works of Rabbi Yaakov Kuli because Rabbi Huda Rosinus left over an even more important work. What's that? He wrote the Mishnah Lamelech on the Rambam. The author of Mishnah Lamelech on the Rambam was Rabbi Huda Rosinus. The problem is, it was incomprehensible. Why? It was not prepared for publishing. Big chunks were taken out. It was out of order. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli spent three years assembling and editing the, the Mishnah Lamelech on the Rambam. Without the author Me'an Lois, we would not have the Mishnah. It would never would have been published. It would have been inaccessible. So two of the great all-time sermons, though, by the way, Get Pashit is a very hush of a sefer on Gitin. So that's prepared by Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. And Parshas Drachim was prepared by Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. And Mishnah Lamelech was prepared by Rabbi Yaakov Kuli.
He spent three years assembling it. And today, many people still struggle. It's a very lengthy commentary. And the logic is very prof- uh, profound. And he clarified certain points. He added explanation. He added his own comments in brackets. If you ever look in the Parashat Drach, in the Mishnah Melch, and you see brackets, that was added by the author of Mayam Loyes. It was completed in 1731. It's included in every edition of the Rambam. So now he finished the works of his grandfather. He finished the works of his uh, Rebbe. And now he began to search for a project for his own life's work. There is no question he could have prepared many Lamdisha works. Very deep works. Halachic works. Works of great uh, Talmudic uh, depth. However, um, what did he choose to write? The Mayam Lais. What's the Mayam Lais? You ever see the Mayam Lais? When I was a kid in the shul, they had like 50 volumes in English of Mayam Lais. In English. Now, anybody know who translated into English? Mostly Rabbi Arya Kaplan, who is one of the most prolific writers of the 20th century. And But what's amazing is, what we saw, Rabbi Shloyma Alafandri, the Sabak. now we understand, by the way, why the Sabak Hadisha was so was so uh, b- b- uh, loved so much the Mayam Loyes because it was his namesake that helped uh, Rabbi Yaakov Kuli publish the, the Sefer um, Get Pashat. And it was his family that was very close to Rabbi Yaakov Kuli and he believed a lot of the Chedushim of his ancestors were latent in the Mayam Loyes. But what did he mean if only the Sefer would appear in Lashon Kodesh? So he meant as follows. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli Wrote may I, imagine if like you know a big god of Esau would write I don't know the little you know the medrash you know a work on the medrash perhaps people would question you know that that's all he's able to do. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli not only wrote the Mayam Loyes he didn't write it in Lashon Kodesh he wrote it in Ladino. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli wrote the Mayam Loyes in Ladino which was the language spoken by Svardim basically uh, Ladino is Yiddish, uh, the Yiddish of Sfardim. So in other words, what Yiddish is to Ashkenazic Jews, what's Yiddish? It's a mix of German and Hebrew. So Ladino is a mix of Spanish and Hebrew. Um, it was a developed language among the Jews of Spain. And it was written in the Spanish alphabet so long as Jews were living in Spain. After they were expelled from Spain, they stopped using the Spanish alph- alphabet and they wrote Ladino and Hebrew letters. Okay, so the Mayam Loyes was uh, published in Ladino. The first Sefer published in Ladino was published in Turkey. It was a translation of Tehillim in 1540 and then a translation of the Torah in 1547. Um, now Rabbi Yaakov Kuli gathered all of the Midrashim and all of the Drashais and in this Sefer called Mayam Loyes, and it was written in Ladino. Now, it's very interesting. This, this work achieved popularity that no other work in history achieved. It, was, it became one of the most popular Svarim um, ever published. Thousands of readers who abandoned religiosity um, became observant through reading the Mayam Loyes. It was reprinted at least eight times in the Mediterranean region. Um, and there so, the volumes were so used 
that there are almost no copies left of the original editions of the Mayam Layes. They were worn out like people's Sidurim or Chumashim. Um, it was very popular among the Sfardim and it was unknown to Ashkenazim. Now, in uh, World War II, it destroyed most Ladino-speaking communities in the world and most people couldn't read it. For the first time in the 1960s, the Mayam Layes was translated into Hebrew. So that's what the Saba Kadisha means in the beginning of the 20th century. If only somebody would translate Mayam Loyes into Lashon HaKodesh. Now when it was translated into Hebrew, the word Yalkut was added. Now Rabbi Aryeh Kaplan, he wants to make it accessible you know, to the English-speaking world and to the Ashkenazic world. So he figures he's going to translate it. Tra- the easiest way to translate would to translate it from the Hebrew. He's reading the Hebrew and it, the, he found the translation unwieldy and very unclear and he decided it would probably be more beneficial to learn Ladino. So Rabbi Arya Kaplan studied Ladino and uh, it became, he said it was much easier for him to translate from Ladino. So at first he saw a word Gimel, Vav, Dalid, Yud, Zayin, Mem, Vav. And then he's, after a little bit of uh, staring at the word, he realized that just spells out Judaism. Judaism. Another interesting expression that he said surprised him, Senior del Mundo. Senior del Mundo. Master of the universe. You know? Senior del Mundo. Master of the universe. Anyway, so amazingly, Rabbi Arya Kaplan learned Ladino to be able to translate the Mayam Loyes. So I want to just share with you uh, two observations on the Sefer Mayam Loyes. You have them on your sheet. One comes from uh, the Sefer Zechoinim Levracha. I want to thank my friend Rabbi Gedalia Schwartz for getting me this beautiful set. Um, there's a Pasuk in Mishlei. This, if it's on page Tuf Memches. You have that first sheet? From Hagoin Rav Yaakov Kuli, it says on top, there's a Pasuk in Mishlei. Again, Rav Yaakov Kuli um, enjoyed popularity of his Svarim, really, that no other Sefer in history enjoyed. I mean, probably until Art Scroll, the Art Scroll Shas. There was no Sefer that was more popular among the Jewish people. So, uh, Hagoin, Rav Shmuel Aaron Fish, he brings on the Pasuk, Goimel Nafshoi Ish Chesed, which has many interpretations. One interpretation is, if you bestow upon yourself, you're a kindly person. In other words, there's an idea that you've got to take care of yourself. Taking care of yourself is also a chesed. In other words, uh, a person eats, and a person bathes. They're supposed to think, I'm doing chesed. Who? To me. Now, don't get too carried away. A lot of people are very, very big bali chasadim. It's called selfishness. But one should think, Hashem gave me a neshama, I have to take care of it. But the Ritva has a different shot. The Ritva says in his Hakdama to Brachis, Shechesed Shaoisa Adam im Hasheni, Ikra Hatoiva Shaoisa Beza, Hula Atsnoi. A kindness that you do to another, the main benefit will come to yourself. Like the Balaturim says, by the way, this week is Parshas Reis, the Parsha of Tzedakah. Yeah, the Pasuk of, uh, what? Aser Ta'aser. You have the mitzvah of tzedakah. What does the Baal Turim say on the mitzvah of tzedakah? Vinasanu. Baal Turim says famously, it's a word that's spelled the same forward and backward. Basically, whatever you give 
we'll come back to you. Um, and he brings that when the Mishnah Lamelech passed away, he left over many manuscripts that were not clarified and not arranged. Who arranged it? Rabbi Yaakov Kuli arranged all the Chedusha of the Mishnah on the Rambam. By the way, who else did he arrange? He doesn't bring it here, but we said he arranged his grandfather's Chedusha, the Ged Pashat, Shemois Ba'aretz, in the merit that he took care of his, of his Rebbe's Svarim and his grandfather's Svarim. And he was Masader Mishalomelech, and the Parshish Drachim, he was Zoicha to write and to publish Me'am Loyes, that his words were spread all over the world. Moreover, even in our times, when nobody spoke Ladino, it was translated to Lashon Kodesh, we could add, and it was translated by Rabbi Arya Kaplan, that the reason he was Zoicha, that his Svarim were in Eskabel and Kal Yisrael, and were widespread and disseminated in Kal Yisrael, is because he did chesed to his Rebbe and to his grandfather, and in that merit, he was Zoicha, that his own Svarim were published, were accepted, became popular, and were translated into Lashon HaKodesh, and were translated into uh, English as well. Let's end off with one thing. Again, today is his yard site. Yudtes Av. Um, let us, here, take a look on your sheets on page Reish Mem Zayin and Reish Mem Ches. Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, Mechaber Hameyam Loyes who was one of the G'daylem of 300 years ago, and he, he arranged the Ged Pashat from his grandfather, Maharam Chaviv, and also the Svarm of the Baal Meshomech and the Pashat Drachim. And despite his Ga'inus and Torah, he was Mechaber the Sefer Yaakov Meyam Loyes, that basically is a Sefer for the uninitiated. You know, It's a Sefer about Devrei Agoda, which translated into uh, Ladino. And in the Hakdama of the Sefer, he sort of addresses the fact that probably people are going to mock him. Right, People are going to make fun of him. He says, Maisa maksha yadati bina yiksha mikem alai v'yushu mnei Yisrael v'yu malivim asoysas ha-koydash chol ha-shem ha-shyapich l'choyshech v'yehofech ish Yisrael u-makol ha-tsoyn hazeh Who is this person who's probably capable of teaching halacha and teaching lamdos and teaching Talmud on a very high level, and he's giving over uh, medrash, meshalim in the vernacular, in the language of the people, and instead of he says baasra da'ayel yarka leobisra, you might ask instead of serving vegetables, serve meat amkoshel halacha. What about the fact Talmud gadol? You're probably going to mock me. You're going to laugh at me that I wrote a sefer in laz. But he doesn't explain why he did it. He does say, who is greater than Moshe Rabbeinu? Moshe Rabbeinu wrote Art Scroll. It says Moshe Rabbeinu took the Torah and he wrote it on stones. Bayer Hetev Rashi says, Shivim Lashonais. By the way, the Mizrahi says, how does Rashi know from the words Bayer Hetev 70? Yeah? So, take, um, if you take the word Hetev and you spell it Hey, Hey Yud, Hey Yud Tes, Hey Yud Tes Vez, you get 70. It's quite called the Nana Nachman system of Gematria, right? We, we, uh, we have the, the, the Mizrahi brings, by the way, the Mizrahi is also one of the Gedolim of Turkey. You take the Hey is 5, 
Hey Yud is 15, we're up to 20. Hey Yud Tess. Um, what? Hey Yud Tess is 24, that's 44. And then Hey Yud Tess Vez is another 26, is 70. So it actually works out. Not only is it a gematria, but it's a gematria that actually works. And it's not even off by one. So that's uh, 70. We once said a similar gematria when um, the gematria of Teshuva is Kisei HaKavayd. Kaf, Kaf Samach, Kaf Samach Aleph, Kaf Samach Aleph Hei, Kaf Samach Aleph Hei, Chaf, Kaf Samach Aleph Hei, Chaf Vez, Kaf Samach Aleph Hei, Chaf Vez, Vav, Kaf Samach Aleph Hei, Chaf Vez, Vav, Dalid, Gematria Tshuva. That's the story, that's from Rav Shamshan of Ashtapoli. So be it as it may, he doesn't explain why he did this, although he says, Milanu Gadom Yimash Rabbeinu, that translated the Torah for Kal Yisrael. However, the Chida in his entry... Um, about, not Rabbi Yaakov Kuli, but I think in the Chida's entry on Rabbi Yaakov Kuli's grandfather's sefer called Ezras Noshim of Maharam ben Chaviv on Hilchas Iguna, he brings uh, information about Rabbi Yaakov Kuli. And let's read what the Chida writes. He says, Hachacham Hasholem Hachasid Va'anav Rabbi Yaakov Kuli Mechaber Sefer Me'am Loyez Lezakois Es Harabim Vahamasadar Hasefer Hanoira, Mishnah Lamelech, Upashas Drachem, Vishamati Mikidushas, Vahasidus, Rabyakov Kuli, Hanizgar. Vishkedasabatai, I heard about his Hasidus, his Kedusha, his diligence, Viraisi Kuntresami Menabhsavyad. I saw Notebooks from him in manuscripts, Shukamasha Hyu Mahajim Bishiva Saravagodo, Ravihuda Rosinus. That uh, Rabbi Yaakov would write all the chidushim of his Rabbi Rabbi the Rosinus, and many booklets of his own chidushim. Who see there? Sifrei Harav Marzikanai get pashut sheimois ba'aretz Ezras Noshim. He was Masader Mishnah Lamelech, and he was gathered all the folios of the Svarim and all the papers. He arranged these from that had no order and it was all mixed up. He cut it up to make it readable. Ah, and ends off the chida. I recognize the powerful contributions of this tzaddik. They're wondrous. Kihaya soifer mahir. He was a swift scribe. Ubaki b'shas, uvepoiskim, umefarshim, uchenir b'sev meyam loyes. Why did he write it? Asher chiber lezakois es harabim. He wrote it to mezaka the rabbim. That he put aside his own aliyah and his own learning and his own ability to raise himself up in order to bring merit to the tzibur. Says the chida, Ashrav va'ashrei chalkoi. Fortunate is he, and fortunate is his chelak. As the Chassam Sofer writes in many places, V'yahavta l'reacha kamoicha zeh klal gadol batayra. Says the Chassam Sofer, what do you mean, zeh klal gadol batayra? As opposed to what? Zeh klal gadol telephone book? Zeh klal gadol a different religion? V'yahavta l'reacha kamoicha? Zeh klal gadol What else is it a klal gadol in? 
Says Chsam Seifer, it's only in the Torah. Because when it comes to Gashmias, you're not supposed to love your friend like yourself. Let's say you have one cup of water. You're supposed to give it to your friend? No. You're not going to give it to your friend. So when it comes to the physical world, you love yourself more. When it comes to Torah though, let's say you could learn or you could teach someone else, then you're supposed to teach in the spiritual world you have to give it over. You have to give up of your own ruchnius to help your friend. When it comes to the Gashmius world, it's good to give to your friend, but not at your own expense. Rabbi Akiva himself holds It's Rabbi Akiva saying Happens to be Rav Moshe argues on this, Chassam Seifer, and he doesn't even believe the Chassam Seifer said it. But the Chassam Seifer said it. Chassam Seifer writes it in many places. That when it comes to Rav Moshe holds, that if you learned, let's say, two Siddharam of Shas, but you didn't learn the others, and you could either teach someone the Siddharam you learned, or learn new Siddharam, Rav Moshe says you have to learn new Siddharam, you come first. Chassam Seifer says no. It's a klal in Torah to put your friend first. But we could say, like, um, like we saw from the Hakdama of the Ritva Tabrachais, Goimel Navshoi Ish Chesed. Ultimately, the one who gains the most is uh, the one who gives over to, to their friend. Because Yaakov Kuli was Zoiche in the merit of uh, compiling. The Svarim of his Zayda and his Rabbah, he was Zoycha to write the Sefer Mayam Lays. Okay, Rabbi, say have a wonderful day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.